1: Welcome in. Israel's back and feeling better. It's the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag. Israel, it's good to have you back, man. What's going on?
0: Hey, man, glad to be back. You know, school started as well as you know. um, A lot of germs and kids coming in. Um, So luckily it was nothing, you know, big like the big C that's been going around. So um, I'm a lot better. And for public service announcement, people wash your hands. It's
1: very, very important. The Germs they they, they pull no punches. So Bo we're glad to have you back. It's, it's definitely been a weird, weird journey uh with you on the sidelines, but uh you're back now. Um, but we're both back on the sidelines. Uh you eked out a win last week and we started slow but finished strong up here at Innsworth. We we we, we won 40 to 6 with the probably the poorest display of special teams you could have and still win 40 to six. And Israel, we were talking uh off air about uh, your quarterback not understanding down a distance in relation to RPO.
0: Yeah, he had, he had a little little mix-up. Um, you know, it's like I said, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, when we get into this, George is going to deal with, too. You know, a little inexperienced, you know, new guys in new places and things like that. So, understanding situations. But, man, he's had a phenomenal week of practice. Um, you know, as a quarterback, first game jitters are always, you know, going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, trying to make a play, which – I don't fault him at all. You know, he's, he's been the guy we're going to ride with him. So just a little first game jitters and he's had a great week. So I'm looking forward to see what he does this Friday night.
1: That was probably the calmest way you could have explained that. Cause I know you're probably losing your mind Friday, but um, we are presented by betonline.ag. Your number one source for all your sports betting needs. They have live odds. They have futures. You can bet on any sport. Uh, week zero is actually here and it's upon us. We're, Israel, we're going to make some picks this week at the end yes. of the show. So we're going to make a College few picks here.
0: Yeah.
1: College football is officially back. I'll, I'm planning on going to the Vanderbilt game actually, uh, as they they take on Hawaii. They host Hawaii, mm-hmm. so that'll that'll be fun.
0: They're going to um, be outside or inside?
1: Uh, to be determined. <laughs> I'll be sitting in the rubble. I'll be I'll be sitting I'll be sitting on the the bulldozer. That is bad uh, management.
0: On those guys'
1: time management was not on their side. No, it's not, and, and I understand that it's not the first time that stadium renovations have happened during the season, but this is this takes it to a whole nother level.
0: Mm-hmm. You got a whole side missing.
1: Yeah, it's not good. Not good. Us- usually, they're a little bit further along, but to each his own. Obviously, Vanderbilt cares a great deal amount about uh, SEC football, so um, they might actually sell out a game though, because they lost yeah. over half their stadium. So it's very true.
0: This is very, very true.
1: Good for them. Good for them. Well, we practiced today at Vanderbilt, actually. We practiced in their indoor, so that was fun. So thank you, Vanderbilt, as much grief as I'm giving you right now. Thank you for opening your doors for us and letting us practice in your indoor. If yes. anyone from Vanderbilt happens to be listening.
0: Yes, and our indoor is currently being built as we speak at this particular moment.
1: So, Well, there you go.
0: They've broken ground. They've gotten the field up. Poles are gone, so... The beams are coming in tomorrow, I believe.
1: Hopefully one comes soon at Endsworth. It's it's long overdue, especially with the heat and the 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 fickle weather that we have here in Tennessee. It's uh it's long overdue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even like a even like a 50 yard full width field would be nice. Hey, Just yeah. Something, right?
0: Yeah. I mean the morning dew in the morning, especially when you're you're in natural grass school is kind of rough.
1: That is very rough. Like one person drops a pass, that the day's over.
0: Can't practice on the side of kids because you know, kids don't want to fall. I, mean, I don't want them to fall because they're wet the rest of the day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's rough, it's rough.
1: It's rough out there. So I'll tell you who it's not rough for. Carson Beck. He was officially named uh starter for the uh for the Bulldogs. Uh coming to no surprise to anyone, coming as no surprise to anyone. Um, everyone predicted that. You watch spring game, you're like, That's the starter. It was pretty obvious, but it's good to finally just get the official naming of it. So you don't have to answer questions about it. You don't have to wonder if there was a scenario that possibly came up that where he's not the quarterback one, but here we go. So one of the questions I was asked by our, by our mates over at illegal motion, they, uh, they filled in quite nicely for you last (coughs) week. So, they peppered me with questions. One of those questions being about Carson Beck. Mm-hmm. What you got? Why is he <laughs> going to be – does he have a chance to continue this repeat? What makes him special?
0: I think, you know, it's, it's one of those things where he's realized that it's his time. You know, watching him during the spring game, watching him talk. You know, he did a you know an interview with Aaron Murray the other day um, that I was listening to. So I think he realized that it, it is his time. Um, I think he, I think there there is no pressure on him, you know, in in my opinion, simply because um, he's been here before, you know, and I think it's just he's realized that you know this is my team now, um, and it's important that I make sure that I'm at my best, you know, every single day, you know, and it's not about you know going out and and proving the naysayers wrong. It's about proving those guys that are in your circle in that locker room that you're dependable. You know that you're a leader. You know, and and you can get the job done. You know, the world. Don't worry about everybody else. The noise is going to come. You know, you and I both know in this coaching world. I mean, people talk about you. Like you guys won forty nine to six. Pretty sure somebody had something to say about something. So, you know, you yeah. can't worry well, about. We, that.
1: we gave them stuff in special teams, so.
0: <laughs> so you know, you just worry about those guys. You know, in that locker room. You know, making sure they they know. You know that you're you got their back. You know you're gonna give it hundred percent. I think he's done that you know, since, you know, Stetson left and you know he realizes that, Hey, I got the keys to this Cadillac now. So let's, let's ride boys.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was, I've always, I've always applauded his uh awareness, <laughs> his pocket presence, and just the way he's able to kind of glide around. He's very smooth w- w- when he moves, he doesn't appear to be moving fast, but I mean, he's athletic. He can run. And Absolutely. that, that's a, that's a, I don't want to say hidden talent because that, that makes me think that, or that makes that's going to make people think I think he's slow because I don't think that at all. But I mean, he has physical, the physical tools that he has as a quarterback, allow him to function within the system. Probably not to the same degree as Stetson Bennett, because Stetson Bennett could move around at an elite level. And he's showing that uh with the Rams right now. Um, uh, But uh I just think his poise in the pocket, I think his command of what coach Bobo's trying to do is what has separated himself from the rest of the pack to this point. I think that will serve him well. um he has two games to start the season to kind of clean up whatever jitters he has before before we welcome the gamecocks and and that'll be his first true test is against South Carolina and see how he does and and then his first true hostile road game is against Auburn. so, I'd be interested to see kind of how he reacts in that atmosphere. I anticipate him being calm and collected because that's his personality.
0: Yeah. You know, he doesn't seem to be rattled a lot. No, you know, he and, doesn't. Well, like I said earlier, you know, building that trust with, with the new coordinator coming in. Um, obviously, Bobo was there, you know, during the development of of Carson Beck a little bit um, when he came in. So he knows it. You know, he, he knows his personality. You know, those guys have jailed really, really well. Um, and you know what, and, and Carson knows what Coach Bubba expects of him. So, you know, it, it just goes twofold, you know, just making sure, you know, hey, I'm, I'm the guy. You know, it was announced today um, that he is that guy. You know, is so the it's, there's no pressure. I mean, you shouldn't be looking over your shoulder. But at the same time, you got to compete every day. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Kirby Smart's main thing is, is results. You know, what what is, what is the result? You know, mm-hmm. what are you doing to get the best out of every day? You know, so I think Carson has seized the moment. I think it's his time to shine. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he does. I saw him in the springtime. He, he's mm-hmm. moving the pocket. Um, had a little wiggle about him, you know, so don't yeah. be surprised if he moves the pocket a little bit too because, I mean, he can run. I mean, he's not the most swift guy, you know, in that quarterback room, but he can run if he needs to. So, I mean, I'm looking, I'm just looking forward to, you know, just playing mistake-free. Obviously, you go the first game jitters in Sanford Stadium is always, you know, mm-hmm. going to be very impactful. You know, but once you get that first hit or you make that first pass, I'm pretty sure Coach Bobo and him are going to get him comfortable, you know, and he's going to be fine.
1: Yeah, he'll be completely fine. So I'm I'm not in the least bit worried about Carson Beck. I think he'll be fine. I think Coach Bobo understands what he can do well and will take advantage of that. However, uh, a huge blow to the backfield. Uh, Branson Robinson went down, torn Patella. Uh, Big blow there. He was set to have a huge year. Uh, but fortunately, Andrew Paul has uh, has reemerged uh, after being in the abyss of injury a year ago. Uh, he joins Kendall Milton and Dejon Edwards. If those three can stay healthy, that's still going to be a pretty special room. Uh, so uh, the running backs I think are going to be a weapon. So offensively, man, I'm, st- I'm buying a lot of stock in Dominic Lovett. Um, mm-hmm. I'm buying, I'm starting to, I'm from what I'm hearing and reading, I'm starting to buy some stock in Rara Thomas. And of course, uh, I think your dark horse. I'm 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 with you 100 on this one. I love that your dark horse is Jackson Meeks because he's a big physical guy. I think he can. I think he could be a really good red zone target. Who I think is going to be impacted the most by all of these guys emerging is Marcus Roseme Jack Saint. Who I think he disappears in some games. I think at at, at times you're just like, where is Mark? Where is Roseme Jack Saint? I think these guys are going to step up. Um, I really like what this receiver room looks like, even though there's a bunch of guys outside of Vlad McConkey that are like, okay, which one is it going to be? We don't know exactly what to expect, but like different guys do different things really, really well. Absolutely. And that's what I like.
0: Absolutely. You know, Rosemary Jackson is big in the perimeter blocking game. Um, you know, he, he has done a phenomenal job in that. Um, you just got so many guys in that room that can make things happen. You know, and Coach B. Mac has, has done a phenomenal job of coaching those guys. That's you know, right. having Ra Ron come in um, and add to the depth in that room is only going to make us better. Um, you know, because I say it all the time, and I say it to my guys, you know, you're one injury away from being a starter. So you need to prepare every day as if you're the starter. You know, so prayers um, up for for uh, Branson Robinson. You know, you know, it's a terrible injury, but he'll, he'll bounce back. Um But, you know, the way that we rotate running backs – um, especially throughout a game series is, is going to be very beneficial, you know, for this run that we're trying to make, mm-hmm. you know, so I think we'll be fine there. You know, it's just when you get to practice and, you know, everything's moving fast and I know the way that they practice is very safe. First of all, um, but you know, freak things happen. Everyone, you can be walking down the street and tell your ACL, you just never know, you know, so as long as we can stay healthy, um, in the backfield, I mean, there's, I mean, the sky's the limit for this offense. I mean, we're very, very experienced, very mean, very nasty up front. Um, you know, three of our guys are are battling for that top honor of being the best offensive lineman in the nation.
1: Yeah, Outland Trophy, and we got a Remington watch list guy, it says Van Print, as well. So he's on two watch lists.
0: So I mean, the the recipe for for this three feet, I, I won't say three feet for this run, you know, for one the SEC <laughs> championship and to the national championship you know, is, is, is very much, you know, possible, you know, but, you know, it's going to be up to the guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, you, it really you
0: is. You know, and Kirby Smart said it the other day in his, his interview, you know, um, fighting complacency every day, mm-hmm. you know, are, are you satisfied? But you're still, the, you're still being hunted, you know, so are you going to be the hunter or are you going to be the purr? So it's up to you.
1: One thing Kirby's done a good job is finding ways to keep that chip on everybody's shoulder, so um, I, I don't doubt that we'll be mentally ready uh, for these games. But again, you never know. I mean, again, freak things happen. There's a mm-hmm. non-contact injury, things like that. But I'm not worried about the wep- weapons offensively. Um, Pierce Sperlin and and uh, Oscar Delp have also made uh, made names for themselves behind Brock Bowers. Hell if all those fails, just put just line up Brock Bowers in the I formation and just toss it to him. Give him the play ball. after play, like you know he can run jet sweep. So. Hell, he's another running back too. I mean, that, guy, yeah. that guy's a that guy's a Swiss Army knife, man. I I I, I love Brock Bowers, and we can't yeah. I can't say enough good things about Brock Bowers. He is the focal point of this offense, and he should be.
0: He's done a lot of great things for this offense. I mean, he's the best best tight end in the nation. You know, yeah. arguably one of the best players in the nation. So, I'm just looking forward to September second. September second, how we roll out there. You know, how we play, can we execute We defense is defense. You know, they're going to come in, they're going to knock the hell out of you. Um, you know, we still battling for that one corner spot over there, um, which yeah, I boy, think – Well,
1: Island Green, man, uh, he's, he's got a ways to go.
0: So, you know, it's just one of those things to where, hey, who's going to step up, who's going to make plays? You know, we're a week away, you know, from seeing exactly who those guys are. And I'm, I'm excited for this season. You and I both started our seasons this yeah. year. I mean, this week, this past weekend – um, so football is back and I was back. So, ready for it. I can't nice. watch baseball on TV. It's
1: all, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's great, it, right? I can't do it, man. I can't do it. as much as I love to. I can't do it. It's like, it's like a background sport. So, I'm glad football's yeah. starting. Football is single digit days away. Uh, and then it is a week away from for the rest of us. And NFL is two weeks away. So, that's even better. So, a lot of, if you play fantasy, that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. if you play, um, you know, if you make your bets, you can you can combine NFL and college uh, picks. We'll we'll try to give you all of that here as well. So, uh, you you spoke of the defensive side of the ball. Now, when I was ranked, one of the questions I got uh, was rank rank the units just overall on on the team. I ranked obviously, you know, most of our offensive units are, are the best units that we have: uh, offensive line, tight end, quarterback, running back, you know, DB. Uh, you know, inside linebacker. But the two positions that really concern me, I guess if you want to say we have question marks or concerns, is the outside linebackers and the defensive line. And I think it's because with the outside linebackers, you have Michael Williams and and then you have to pause, Yeah. right? With the defensive line, you have guys that can get the job done but you don't have that superstar that you've had the last two years. You were going to have one. He decided that the NIL money in LA, even though he said it it wasn't, but it was the NIL money in LA was too much for him to turn down bear Alexander. So he, he, he jet set it off. So there's a lack of star power as far as like where you, where you're looking at, like you knew Jalen Carter, you knew Jordan Davis were going to be surefire first rounders in the NFL (coughs) We don't have that. We're going to have to create that in the aggregate. We're going to have to create that as a as a joint effort by committee. And then the outside linebackers. It's Michael Williams. We know what he brings to the table. But then it is
0: – I think you got I think you got Chambers on the other side, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be a really big help. I know he kind of got injured um, kind of during that national championship run a little bit, but I think he's back healthy. Um, came in for Nolan Smith, did a phenomenal job for him. Um, but then, like you said, it's like, all right, who else is going to do it?
1: We got we get young in a hurry over there,
0: <laughs> you know. So you know that's one thing that you know, Coach Smart. I, I feel bad calling him Kirby all the time, but you know, Kirby just rolls off the tongue a little bit, you know. But um, just
1: it, it just it just flows, man. It just flows. I, you know, I don't, but, I don't blame you.
0: You know, as, as a defensive guy, you know, those guys over there in that room, they're going to do a phenomenal job, uh, whoever is going to step up. You know, I haven't heard very much, you know, on the defensive side of the ball just because, you know, I think they keep that on the wraps a lot more than they do the offensive side. Um, it's always been that way, even when I was in school.
1: Well, they're, they're trying yeah. to create some buzz over there offensively.
0: But um, up front, you know, for our defensive front, we just got a bunch of guys that, that are going to do a good job. You know, there are no household names over there. I think Stackhouse is one. Um, that that is going to be uh, a really good player for us. You know, he's one that stands out to me um, just right off the bat. But you know, you're, you're going to have some guys that are going to be some household names really, really quick. You know, you got. Some I think Jordan Hall
1: has potential. Guys.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I think but, he has the potential to be the the superstar there.
0: But O-line, but the D line is, is just different. You know, they roll those guys so much, and you know, one of the a dominant factors going to come when we play soccer line, You know. Yeah. We got we got two warm-ups, like you said. And I want call not yeah. warm ups, but we've got two really formidable opponents coming in. Um mm. but when we play USC.
1: Let's be honest, it's it's UT Martin and Ball State. But well, we can call it a warm-up. That's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shout out to y'all guys too. You know, yeah, we, 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 we love
1: you, UT Martin. We have we have nothing it's but great love great. for you, but let's be honest.
0: You. Thank you very, very much. Um, but you know, when we play South Carolina, it's gonna be the game that kind of separates everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, up front, because we know what we know. What Rattler brings to the table, he can run and he can throw it. You know, can we get pressure on him? You know, he seems he got a new, new G wagon the other day, so you know he's filled himself a little bit. So yeah, um, it's going to be that. That's going to be the game that's going to separate our defensive line um, to me, because you know, South Carolina's always been really good with offensive linemen, um, big nasty guys up front. You know, so. I'm looking forward to that to see which guy's going to step up in front.
1: Yeah, I, I am too. Warren Brinson is going to be an X factor there. Jordan Hall, his development is going to really help this unit a tremendous amount. But, like, when you look at outside linebackers, um, you know, here, here's some names. And and a lot of people, if you're not familiar, are going to be like, who? So you have Chaz Chambliss, uh, Marvin Jones Jr. They actually have Michael Williams listed at the end. So he's, he's a down guy. So you're looking at Marvin, Marvin Jones, dare Smith, Damon Wilson, Ray, uh, uh, CJ Madden, Gabe Harris, Samuel and Pimba. I, I think, I think out of those front out of that freshman trio, I mean, it changes daily, but I I think, I think, I, I think Gabe first, Harris is probably going to end up being the guy that, yeah. that plays the most this year out of that. freshman trio.
0: And Gabe Harris, um, I've seen Gabe Harris play in person. Um, like I said, we played against him and he was a one-man ranking crew. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think Mpimba and, and, and Harris are gonna be the two that I look forward to to seeing. Um yeah. Pimba had a really good spring. Um, and I know Gabe was getting yelled at the days that I was there, but he was absolutely dominating up front too as well. So, you know, some guys respond differently, you know. Mm-hmm. So and Kirby does not let up, and I'm looking forward yeah. to it. But, well, I like this. those guys are going to have to grow up fast. You know, either yeah. you, you can, well, they say that you can shit or get off the pot. And said, you're you're going to have to do one mm-hmm. of the other.
1: Yeah, it, it's definitely going to have to be that way. And it's going to be a battle. And it's going to be an ongoing battle at that outside linebacker spot. I think it's going to be a lot of guys contributing until you find that one standout guy, mm-hmm. which could be a freshman, could be Chas Chambliss, it could be CJ Madden, it could be some. I mean, We don't know who that guy is going to be. And that's kind of exciting as well. Um, but I really love our inside linebackers, uh, uh Dumas Johnson, Xavier Sori, uh, Smell Munden, I think, is he still healthy? Uh, Jalen Walker, Raylan Wilson. I think Raylan Wilson is going to be a freshman that contributes early. Um, I really like our positioning there. Uh, our star position, you saw Jonell Aguero in the spring game. That's a name that really jumped out at me. I think he's somebody that can make some noise at the star position from a reserve role. Tykey Smith finally getting action in there. Yes. Uh, Nyland Green, Dalen Everett battling for that corner spot um, alongside Kamari Lassiter. Um, some exciting battles going on in the defensive backfield. Man, This defense is super exciting, and I think the competitiveness is going to make this defense special because – Every guy's are gonna be chomping in the bit to get out there and make plays.
0: Absolutely. And no doubt. I mean, it's it's one of those things to where like you're my buddy, like when we get to the butts, you know, we're we're talking and we're having a great time, you know, we're getting taped and stuff and meetings and but as soon as we step on those lines, like you are an enemy. Like mm-hmm. you're not you're not my pal, you're not my friend, you're not my roommate. Like yeah. you are a serial killer that I'm trying to catch.
1: And, <laughs> Like,
0: yeah. like I'm gonna take everything away from you. You know what I mean? So that's just the mentality that they have, which is gonna make our defense, you know, this football team, that much better.
1: Absolutely, man. Well, uh Lizard, I'm glad to have you back. Um, but we got a few minutes left in the show. Do you want to do some picks?
0: Let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah, I've get my bet online back, man. I'm, yeah, I haven't been betting on anything. I've been kind of bored, well, but now, well,
1: now the football. What, what, are you gonna, what are you gonna bet on? until football well you can play the online casino so these picks are brought to you by betonline.ag week zero is upon us some of these games are kind of weird so bear with us um but the first one uh the first big exciting game is notre dame this is well it's a home game for more reasons than you think uh they are hosting the naval academy in dublin ireland uh, Notre Dame is 20-and-a-half point favorites, man. What do you, how do you see this?
0: Eesh, you know, going against Navy is always a tough one, especially with this big spring. They,
1: they got a new head coach, new offensive coordinator. They've got the yes. they've got the Kennesaw State flavor up there in, in, yes. in Annapolis.
0: So it's just one of those to where if Notre Dame is play, the plays that they're supposed to, yes. So with that being said, I think with new quarterback in Notre Dame, um, weapons that they have, because they've always had a good old line tight end. Um yeah. they just missing a quarterback, but I think with the new regime that's coming in, I think Notre Dame can win this one big. Um
1: Yeah, I, I think so, too. I, I think, I agree with you. I mean, I think they're going get to up, get up on Navy and get up on them fast, because Sam Hartman, he did special things at, at Wake Forest. Yes. Now he's at Notre Dame. So, I'm taking the fighting Irish as well. And I think we're, I don't think we're taking into account just how bad Navy was a year ago. Yeah, they were. They were, And they're, they're not a team that reloads quickly.
0: Yeah. But then you think of, you know, you've seen where things happen, especially on open weekend. Mm-hmm. Again, with a Navy team that is playing too at that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hawaii is uh, traveling to Vandy, traveling to Nashville, take on Vandy. I'll probably be at that game. I'll be, uh, I'll be on the bulldozer. Nice. Will Vandy bulldoze Hawaii? Vandy is 17 and a half point favorites.
0: I think they will. I think they think this is one of the games that they actually have a chance to win. Um, And it's at home in the Dust Bowl. So I think that they will be, well, I wouldn't say Dust Bowl, Demolition Bowl. Um, (laughs) And I think, you know, being home and, you know, at max capacity, um, you know, fans are going to be loud and standing on top of you. I think it's going to be a great night to be a
1: Commodore. Absolutely. Well, they went to a high school stadium in Hawaii last year and beat them 62-10, to 10, so there's no reason they couldn't beat them in their own high school stadium. There you go. So, there you go. I'm taking Vandy as well. So, we're going to we're gonna go through. We're going to kind of rapid fire these other games. UTEP at Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State making their FBS debut at home against the Miners. I'm taking Jacksonville State fighting Crystal LeMais.
0: I'm going to take Jacksonville State on this one.
1: Yeah. I think you and and I – you know what they say. If you and I agree, it's got to be fact, right?
0: (laughs) More times than not.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. So we got that one. I'm writing these down. UMass at New Mexico State. New Mexico State, six-and-a-half-point favorites at – home i know how bad umass is i don't know how good or bad new mexico state is but i know how bad umass is so i'm taking them i'm taking the aggies of new mexico state
0: i think i'm gonna take the aggies too they've actually you know been pretty decent as of late they they went
1: golden last year didn't
0: they yeah i heard a lot out of umass so i think i'm gonna take new mexico state
1: well i've heard a lot about umass and a lot of us they're awful so um, here here's a tough one to pick because Ohio, I think, is picked. The, uh, they're they're one of the favorites to win the MAC conference. Um, and I think San Diego State is up there in the in the Mountain West. Yeah, the MAC, the Mighty Mac, Maction. Uh, I, I got, I, I've I got go Ohio. Yeah, Tuesday night football. Yes, I love it, dude. I absolutely love it. I'm taking the Bobcats plus two and a half.
0: Ooh, in this who who they play? San Diego State.
1: San Diego State.
0: I'm taking San Diego State.
1: I guess I'm alone in this venture because everybody on uh, SEC After Dark took San Diego State as well. I guess I'm the only one that believes in the Bobcats. (laughs) Come on, Bobcats. Make me right here. All right. uh, How about this for ridiculous spreads? USC minus 30 and a half at home against San Jose State. 30? 30 and a half. That's a tall ask. But you have USC with a weird chip on their shoulder. They're going to the big ten. They got Caleb Williams, who's trying to win back to back Heisman's. They're trying to make a playoff run. And they're trying to prove that, hey, we can we deserve to be in the playoff in probably the weakest conference. Ever. Right. Ever. I was trying to think of an analogy, but ever sounds good. <laughs>
0: I think they can I think they can do it and be like 38 to 6 or something like that. I think yeah. that's I think it's doable.
1: Yeah, I think they win by 34. Yeah. So I'm taking yeah. USC. All right. Uh, another ridiculous spread. Kent State who um pretty much dismantled their entire team, uh the team that came in and gave Georgia all sorts of fits. Uh I think they returned two starters, four total.
0: Head coach left the BUC. Head coach left
1: Left to be Coach Prime's OC, they're picked to they're picked to finish DFL in the in the action. They travel down to Orlando to take on the UCF. I think, from what I've learned from uh, SEC After Dark, as Steve lives in Orlando, that you cannot refer to UCF as Central Florida or the Golden Knights. They get offended by that apparently, but they are favored by 35 points at home. I'm not buying it. Do you know how bad Kent State is?
0: Look, I don't think that they can score 35 points.
1: Okay. So you're going with Kent State.
0: I don't think they can beat them by
1: 35 points. Okay. All right, going with Kent State. All right, last one before we get out of here. FIU travels to Louisiana to take on the Bulldogs, Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech, 11-point favorites. Uh, I think this is – Fairly even. I think both teams are pretty bad. Louisiana Tech is on the rise. Uh, FIU is just—I don't think they've really ever been good.
0: Who's the um, head coach at FIU now?
1: Mac, Mike McIntyre.
0: Taking FIU.
1: Yeah, I'm taking them. I'm taking them to cover. I don't know if they'll necessarily win, but I'm, yes. I'm definitely taking them to cover. I, I think a double digit spread with two teams that are fairly even
0: is a risky. Uh, is a risk,
1: so usually you want to take the 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 points mm-hmm. in, in that scenario, which is exactly what I'm doing with FIU.
0: There's only two that we didn't agree on, I think, or maybe just one.
1: Maybe, maybe I'm wising up and actually listening to you because you actually win these games, so <laughs> that could be it. Um, but we, I mean, we see the world very similarly. That's that's why mm-hmm. you and I have a good show. So. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's exciting news. That, wasn't that so exciting?
0: It was. It, it was. I'm just glad to be back, man. It's it's been a while. You know, I'm just glad football's back. Football, Hell yeah. And I would like to do this too. You know, um, I know this is a Georgia, you know, podcast or whatever. But you know, I'm watching the you know the Swamp Thing with um, with Florida's team back in the yeah. day, which still gives me nightmares every once in a while. Swamp things. Um, it does life. not surprise me they went through the exact same thing that we did after winning a national championship. You know, people get in trouble, things like that. So as we go toward this season of repeating or three um, guys, Hey, remember, stay out of trouble, please stay out of trouble. Um, you got target on your back, not only from your opponents, but other people, you know, around the Athens area. So please, please, please stay out of trouble.
1: Absolutely. so, Please, please, please! I think the producers of Fast and Furious are out of town finally, so I don't think, I have. I don't think we have to worry about that.
0: I don't so, everybody excuses.
1: Yeah, I, I would say I would say mopeds, but we and scooters, but we seem to find our way in trouble in those things too. So. A bicycle. Yeah, your <laughs> bicycle, That's bicycle. I mean. So give you a
0: nice huffy.
1: Huffy. Here you go. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the huffy so okay well Israel that's going to do it for us I know it's I know it got late early for you but I appreciate yeah. you joining me late on a Monday, late on a Wednesday night um, Absolutely. so it's uh it's great to have you back man it's great to have you back in the saddle um shows definitely uh definitely different with uh with you not around especially when I fly solo I just kind of have to ramble you keep <laughs> me from you keep me from rambling like yeah, you keep me fair. you keep me brief you keep yeah. you keep you keep me. You enhance my brevity.
0: I could only imagine if I was doing this myself. It sure probably be like five minutes.
1: You probably well, you'd be surprised. You could you could go on. It's you teach, so you can you can you can stretch. You're a teacher. You know how to do that. Yeah, that's, a, also a lot that's of an break. inherent skill that we have as teachers. A lot of
0: breaks in my classroom as well because me standing up there teaching just ain't happening.
1: You taught during COVID, didn't you? Did you teach online?
0: I didn't have to. My class didn't have to.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it was the Corey Burton podcast for for my classes. (laughs) So I got a lot of practice. Because, you know, there's a bunch of blank screens and nobody's actually really looking at you or listening to you or participating. Nobody's paying attention. Yeah, not a a shot. And so I'm just sitting there talking to nobody. Yeah, no. So I can talk for thirty minutes without <laughs> without any audience. I've got plenty of practice. Yeah. So, but uh, who do, y- y'all play Richmond Hill this week?
0: We got Richmond Hill this week. Really, really good football team. Um, They're seventy. Where is sport. Richmond Hill? It is near Savannah, like okay. going toward that way. Okay, um, Effingham County, Richmond Hill, kind of on that side. So, gotcha. Really, really good football team. So
1: good. Good. What, uh, what 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 threats do they pose to you?
0: Um, they're really good in the secondary, you know, I, as I do my scouting report every week, I never say a corner or a like safety is really, really good. Um, but their secondary is really, really good. You know, they're, they're pretty sporty, um, really big up front. Um, so really good physical linebackers. So it'd be a good test for us, you know, so we've had a really good week of practice. I mean, it's, it's been hot down here, but our, our kids have embraced it. Um, we've been kind of on their tails this week about little things, details and things like that. So, um, you know, preparation, you know, makes opportunity all the time. So they have the opportunity Friday to go out here and play a good football game. I guess a really good there football team. Go.
1: We'll give it hell and, and, and make it a two and we uh, we, we played Montgomery bell Academy or form or best known as NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pose a lot of threat with experienced defense. They have 10 out of the 11 starters are seniors. Ooh. Um, They have a really good edge rusher boundary edge rusher they play an odd front they have a really good boundary edge rusher and they have a really good four technique that plays i think mostly to the field Mm -hmm. um they're experienced but not quite as talented as they usually are in the secondary Uh, so there is opportunities to beat them vertically um I, i think coverage wise i think they have a lot of uh, coverage breakdown surprisingly as experienced as they are. I, I think, uh, they were a senior heavy team a year ago as well. So they have a lot of experience, but not a lot of these guys have started a ton of, yeah. a ton of games. So it, which is odd, but, um, they do, you know, they're always, they're big, they're athletic. They're all, you know, they always have size or discipline. They don't beat themselves. So, um, you know, you have to go out there and beat them if you're going to win. So, um, That'll that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting test for us. But like I said, we've had a really good week of practice. It's been a weird week uh, with the weather. It's been hot here too. We practiced, like I said, we practiced at Vandy, so um, we got a solid weekend tomorrow. Put the hay in the barn, and uh, Friday we're going to showcase it. So we we, uh, it's our home opener. Nice. And so that'll that'll be a lot of fun, and uh, we we hope to win this. It's our rivals, so yeah, we get out of the gate region play with our rivals a little backstory about about this NBA is a is an all boys school right all boys and uh one of the if you're familiar with Nashville the frist family who owns like these museums they wanted to go co ed they wanted NBA to go co ed because this guy has daughters mm-hmm. and he's worth like a bajillion dollars and he wanted his daughters to go to NBA well NBA said nah so Endsworth for the duration of for its lifespan up until this point was just a K through eight school. And then in two thousand two, the Frist family was like, Hey, NBA, you should go co ed. NBA said, nah. So they said, Okay, we're gonna start our own high school. Endsworth, do you want a high school? Sure, cool. And then they stole the coach <laughs> from NBA. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh he he won state championships at NBA and then he came over to Endsworth and started winning state championships. Love and well. he's current and he's currently our athletics director.
0: Nice. Well, well. So. we're gonna for his family say we're gonna win this battle one way or another. So yep. it just depends on what side of the fence you want to be on. Yeah.
1: And they built Hogwarts. Nice. It has nice, it's like a clock tower. It's like a really nice laid out campus. So um and the school that I teach at, Lawson, they wanna know. There you go. They won on the last play of the game. So, there you go. Good for them, too. I'm happy for all those. I'm happy for the kids there. I'm I'm truly happy that they're having a good experience. So, that's good for them.
0: As my man, Coach Goosby from Auburn High School says, hey, just know that half the states want to know right now.
1: That guy's so awesome. (laughs) So underrated. I love him. He's hilarious. So underrated. So. But anyway, that's going to do it for us here. We'll see you back here uh, next early next week. We start to look at week one, which is not much of a preview for us, but we'll start to look around the conference as well. But uh, we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network for Israel Troop. Welcome back. Glad you're feeling better. I'm Corey Burton. And so long, we'll see you back here next week. Better than ever, hopefully 2 0, both of us. And as always, go dogs. Go dogs. And go tigers. That things worth it.